Hello, this is uh, Runar Tai, and this is what happened last time. Under some duress from the Hobgoblin fleet, we sailed back through the storm to the island of Cardalath. We re-entered Daladin's mansion, fought his rickish servant Yuri, pocketed a number of ancient scrolls, and destroyed the tower, dispelling the island's storm cloud protections. The Zendalining fleet then was able to riddle the island with cannon shot, and rescue many of their sailors from the Garen Elves. In exchange for our assistance, the Hobgoblins have promised to bring us close to Port Mantel. I wonder how they define close. A few days have passed. You've spent time on the Mayor's Curse with a lot of hot goblins and a little bit of trouble. They promised they would get you close, and apparently this is what they consider close. All at once, you fly off the side of the ship into the ocean. I want to do an acrobatics check. So what I want to do is because I know Druk has the ring of water walking, I want to somehow alter my trajectory so that I land on him. <laughs> Got a 10. <laughs> uh, you kind of belly flop next to him. Oh. All right, I'm rolling my acrobatics. What do I get? Ooh, nat 20! <laughs> Are you trying to do the same? Nope, just jumping in. Oh, you just do a really cool dive. The next thing I want to try is to climb up Druck before he makes his getaway. I'd like to use skirmisher to escape. <laughs> Giovanni's head pops out of the water. How far do we have to swim? Do we see land? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um... Which, which way? Giovanni's going to cast Speak with Animals, and then he's going to hope a bird flies by. Um, give me a quick second. I'm going to try and steal one of the lifeboats and climb up the side of the boat. There's nowhere to hide, so they all start shooting at you when you start coming close. Okay. Uh, You'll be fine. It's that way. Wait, which way? Which way? That way. Okay, got it. See, we just got to go this way. Giovanni points east. Brunar looks around. How do you know that? What? How? No landmarks. What? Uh, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We're in the water. This is not fine. He starts dog paddling, which is extremely slow. Right. <laughs> we'll get there. Just follow the sun. It's noon. Not helpful. Boat sails away. A couple goblins in the back of the boat are waving at you as it sinks off out of sight. Giovanni bites his thumb at him. It's very hot today, and Druck, you're immediately just sweating. You notice that the blue makeup on Druck's face has somehow turned into a blue skull. You're not sure if he did that or if it just sort of been melting away that way. Druck, your face looks cool. My face looks cool all the time. I guess we're going to make our way eastward. Yep, yep. I don't think we have a choice. Hold on one second. And he dives into the water, and he's looking for dolphins. Does he see any dolphins? <laughs> he sinks out of the water <laughs> to look for a dolphin, and a bird flies by. <laughs> he misses it. Do I see any dolphins? You see a few fish, but not a dolphin. 
Okay, his head pops back up out of the water. He's like, oh, no dolphins, no dolphins. Hey, let me know when you see a bird, by the way. Oh, you mean like the one that... Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to start swimming in the general direction that they pointed. I'm going to start jogging towards the direction they point. I'll be right back. Just start running towards shore. Bye, Drock. I hope he comes back. Yeah, me too. Oh, wait, I don't know if I care, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> wait. I start swimming a little closer. And a little closer. <laughs> and a little closer. And then I try to grab onto you and make you just carry me the rest of the way. <laughs> okay, can we do a post-athletics test? Oh no, only a 10 total. I rolled a 7. Ah, back off. God, you gotta swim yourself. You gotta get used to the water. No, 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 yes, no. Yes, yes, no. yes, yes. No more pirate life for me. Oh, you're living in the midst of it, buddy. <sighs> Don't remind me. Giovanni starts back floating. I hate you. You love me, you know it. Let me know when you see a bird and he falls asleep <laughs> on his back. <laughs> I leave him? <laughs> bird lands on his hat. Oh, hey, hello, birdie. What? I said hello, birdie. Uh, hello. Hey, uh, lands to the east, right? That way, and he points over to the east. Uh, yeah, I think so. Excellent, excellent. There's a lot of land that way. Oh, good, good. Thanks for the heads up. He goes to give him a little tiny five. No? Okay, fine. He kind of picks at your hand. Thinks <laughs> maybe you have food. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, mind if I rest here for a minute? Ah, oh, go right ahead. And then Giovanni closes his eyes again. Something wet's on your hat. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. I just keep running until I find land or uh, another ship or something that floats. Okay. You feel like you're making some good ground, but there's clearly a lot of water here. Okay. Good hour goes by, still no land in sight. Runar, you are kind of floating next to Geo, who's sort of half awake, gagging on salt water and miserable. And something is coming from the west along the water's surface. At first you think it's a sea creature, cutting a V-shaped wake behind it. But then it breaks apart, and you realize it's multiple, smaller figures. You rub your eyes, and as they get closer, you see that they are insects. Horse-sized creatures with blue-green, plated skin. Their long legs run along the water, not breaking the surface. Much like Druk. As the leader reaches you, a voice yells out, Whoa, girl! And it comes to a slow halt, and you realize that it's pulling a chariot mounted on pontoon runners. A black-bearded dwarf rider in leathers, wearing a white bandana over his head and two heavy spears strapped to his back, says, What do we got here? The other chariots surround you. The insects seem to excrete a green, foul-smelling liquid down their legs, discoloring the seawater below them. In addition to the dwarf, two elves and a gnome raise crossbows, and a bald, dark-skinned human with a winged monkey on his shoulder says, Looks like people who could use a ride. Ah, uh, Runar, did you have to really go right next to me? And then he opens his eyes. Oh, 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 hey, hello, people. Both of you roll constitution check. 18. Nine. Runar, you get a little bit of that green gook in your mouth that's floating from the insects, and you're poisoned. 
Neat. <laughs> hey, Bruno, why are you drinking that stuff? That's gross. <coughs> I think it's coming from that dwarf's leg. I puke all over Giovanni. <laughs> I go deep into the water right now. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. We need we need a ride to Port Manto. Well, what's your passage? Um. What would you like? Dwarf takes a little flask out, takes a little swig. What you got? I got a funny story. Geo pops his head out of the water. He's got a funny story. Oh, I'm full of them. So, what's going on? Oh, you need to tell them a funny story for passage. Oh, funny story? No, we don't need a story. What you? What do you got? What do you got of value? What's gonna pay your way? We'll bring you to Portmanteau. Oh, I got this whole goat right here. He's of value. Hey, wait a minute! You're not selling me off. I'm not worth anything. Look at me. I'm a mess. He's the son of Mare. Yeah, I wish. Listen here, people. Why don't you get us into town, and then when we get into town, I will hook you up with one of the best brothels I know in that area. I know everybody in Portmanteau. Can I roll persuasion? Sure. 19. <laughs> Be better if you had a little gold on you. Well, yeah, let me see here. And he reaches into his pockets. Yeah, I got about five gold on me. That's what, like one for each of you, something like that. What about five per? You got 25 gold on you, between you? He reaches into his other pocket. No, just the five. It's better than nothing, though. Seems like you were headed that way anyway. I feel like you're getting a gold for doing a thing you were doing anyway. Yeah, that's right. What are your persuasion? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder for them to take you seriously because you look a little green and you just threw up all over your friend. <laughs> Geo starts to ignore him and starts swimming east. <laughs> the gnome says... Come on, boss. Let's just carry him in. We can do it for five gold. And the dwarf says, well, it's a few extra drinks, I guess. All right. Come on up. All right. He gets on up. Come on, Runar. And Giovanni helps up Runar. It's kind of wet cat coming out. Hey, I tell you what. I'll give you ten gold if we uh, shoot out there right now. And uh, we're going to pass a elf walking on the water. Let's beat him <laughs> to the portmanteau. <laughs> ten gold. Wait, there's another one of you? There is. It'll be really funny. Let's do this. Oh, he takes out ten gold. <laughs> uh, you know he just told us that he only has five gold. I know. I heard it. <laughs> Holds out his hand for ten gold. All right, five now. Five when we get there. All right. Fine. And all I want you to do is wave at this elf when we go by. That's it. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, Druck, you think you're being run down. There's a bunch of water striders pulling water chariots and a bunch of rough-looking characters, and they're coming straight towards you. What's your perception? See, Kind of trying to decide whether or not this is a threat, and then you see Runar hanging off the side of one of the chariots throwing oh, nice. up. So you think they're going to stop for you. They don't seem to slow down, and they just go right by with Geo waving. <laughs> With a big grin. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, back to my jog. <laughs> Another half an hour goes by. 
and on the horizon, those of you in the chariots, you begin to make out the hazy silhouette of a humanoid figure, sword held high above his head. As the chariots race on, the insectoid feet padding softly on the water, an island appears at the figure's feet. A colossal statue stands guard over the walled city, built on a rocky, steep short island. As you approach, the charioteers round a bend on the south side of the island, and a deep harbor comes into view. A heavy chain bars entry to the bay. Without skipping a beat, one of the elves lets out a shrill whistle, and the water striders crouch under the chain, and the caravan runs along the shoreline, hidden by the tall natural rock formations. The bronze colossus, now above you, casts a shadow over the bay. He's at least a hundred feet tall, and he gazes out over the sea with sword and shield in hand. Across the bay, a cannonade faces east, away from you. Among the soldiers, bunkers, and bombards stands the severed feet of another colossal statue, enormous bronze boots severed at the heel. Deep in the harbor, ships are anchored. Wooden figureheads of lions and dragon turtles stare down at you. And as you approach the docks, you see a bustling metropolis, largely sheltered from the shores, safe behind the walls, a diverse population in vibrant colors. Narrow canals intersected with arched stone bridges run through the city, and a steady traffic of small boats traverses the watery alleyways. As the charioteers enter one of the channels, you can now see across the bay to what looks like a second, smaller city overlooking this one. Above the buildings, a large glass dome shines in the sun. Welcome to Portmanteau. Okay, thanks. Here's your five extra gold. Appreciate it. Hey, did, did we negotiate a brothel as well? Takes a swig out of his flask. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the place is called Laganahias, yes. Very nice dwarf. Uh, gets sickly at times, but um, got the best place in town. It's on the north side, way up north. I never heard of that one. Oh, well, you're in for a treat, my friend. You're going to love Ganahias. All right, guys. Uh, I guess we're going to Ganahias. Are you paying our tab? He flicks him a gold. Wait, is this a cheap place? <laughs> it's cheap, but very high quality. I mean, it's the best deal in town. Where are your persuasion? 23. All right, maybe we'll see you around town. Maybe. I might be going to Ganahia's later on. Runar, I'm not going to Ganahia's. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> so, Drock won't be there for about an hour. What would you guys like to do? Closest tavern now, saying to Runar. I need a drink, my friend. Don't you? <laughs> I need something. That yeah, water's been... terrible. Uh... That's why you get the drinks. Not just the water, right? You gotta get the good stuff. Sure, 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 sure. Just down the dock, you see a large stone building that's in the shape of a ship. It has a couple of masts coming off it. And on the sails above the building, it says the Admiral Bard. Oh, I love the Admiral Bard, my friend. Have you seen this place before? Look at that cool building. Uh, uh, excuse me. Whoa! Whoa! Uh, not feeling so good, eh? Uh, it was whatever's in the water. Yeah, why did you drink that? That was stupid. I didn't mean to. When you see green water, keep your mouth closed. Now you know for next time. Let's go. We pop into the place. It's midday, and there are probably three dozen people in this tavern. Music's going. Drinks are, are being carried around on trays. It's a pretty raucous place. 
Ah, oh, it's nice to be here. It's nice to be here. He walks up to the bartender. Uh, excuse me. Yes, yes. What can I get you this afternoon? I need five bottles of your nicest wine. What you got for me? Five bottles? Yes, five bottles, please. For you and your sickly friend here? Oh, how about six bottles? Six bottles of wine, please. We've got some good red here. It's uh, 50 gold a bottle. 50 gold a bottle. How about one bottle of wine, please? (laughs) (laughs) I thought so. This is my friend's birthday. Did I tell you that? He's very depressed about his day, though, because he's turning 42, and nobody wants to turn 42 anymore. But, uh, so it's celebration. So how about a little bit of a discount, my friend? Can I roll persuasion? Yep. 21. For your birthday, 49 gold. Oh, what a deal. What a deal. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. And then he gives him 50 gold for the tip. Runar, let's sit down and try this stuff out. This looks pretty good. It doesn't look good right now. Here, have a drink. And he pours a little bit and gives it to you and like makes you drink it right away. I take a sip and immediately just vomit everywhere. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Hey, get out. Get out of the... Get, get out. He helps you to get out of the bar and he kicks your butt. <laughs> get you out of the bar. And he goes, don't worry, I got rid of him, everybody. I got rid of him. I go to an alley behind some barrels, fall down on the ground and curl up. And you hear in the background Giovanni go, and everybody, it's my birthday today! <laughs> Yay! <Yeah! laughs> so you're drinking wine all by yourself at noon in the tavern. Yep, and then I'm going <laughs> to just go ahead and take off 20 gold right now, and he's just going to keep drinking for a while. All right. Runar, it doesn't take that long, maybe 20 minutes, and the poison kind of wears off of you, and you're feeling better. Sit up. There you go. I'm suddenly very famished. There's actually a vendor that has milk bottles. Oh. <laughs> I go over. Do you have any um, catnip-flavored milk, by chance? The woman behind the stall says, It's all the same. It all came from Bessie. Fresh, though. Okay. How much? How much? Two copper for the bottle. At my, my clothes down, and I go, I don't have any copper. Would you take a silver? Uh, yeah. I don't have change. Lucky for you, I don't either. Enjoy. Thank you, thank you. I drink the milk rather rapidly, and like any good cat, I drink it too fast. But I keep it down. (laughs) (laughs) I look around. Is there any fish? Oh, yeah. I go find a fish. So you just go into a fishmonger for a a raw fish? Yeah. You can get a two-foot fish for five silver. Excellent, excellent. I pay the five silver, and I start eating the fish, like, raw, right in front of them. These cat people, I'm telling you. They actually don't seem as phased as you think they will because they're fishmongers and they probably see all kinds of types here. This is a very diverse town. You see all kinds of races. Some you didn't even know existed. You see a little rabbit person walk by. Verminous. Some goblins. (laughs) Not really hobgoblins, but pretty much anything else. I go look to see if I can find the bar that Giovanni had walked into. And I walk back in. All right, Giovanni, where's your boat? Wait, what? Huh? You have a boat here, right? You have a ship, a boat, a thing that floats on the water? Oh, yeah, absolutely I do. Yeah, it's my POS. Perennial of soul. Hey, have you eaten yet? Yes. Oh. Um, I hold up half a raw fish. Yeah, sure, I'll take some of that, but, uh, boy, you just smashing it into your face. It's all over your face. And that nice suit, and he's patting down your suit. I get you that suit, and all you do is smash fish all over it. I just look at the suit, and I give him half a raw fish. All right, hey, what song should I sing next? 
Uh, you should sing the song about the perennial soul being <gasps> where it's at. Ooh, that's a good idea. I'll sing a song about my ship, the perennial soul. All right, everybody, I got a song about my POS. I'm going to sing all about it. Here we go. And he breaks into song. A woman in the back goes, his what? <laughs> and he says, my POS. The song's called I Have a POS and I Love It. <laughs> Our old performance. 18 for performance. People start singing along. My POS. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> As you're finishing your song, you feel a hand on your shoulder and turn around and a voice says, Hello. Well, that's some good playing you do there. And you see that it's another satyr. He's a little bit smaller than you. He's got reddish fur and a long beard from his chin. Oh, hey, good friend. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Hey, I like your beard. I got one, too. And he oh. pulls on his beard and then pulls on the other satyr's beard. He does the same. Oh, hello. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Good oh, stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some handsome lads right here. Yes, I see you've got a how mal friend here. I happen to have one that I'm friends with as well. Oh, no, I'm kidding. You got a meow-meow friend, too, eh? I do. How mal. <laughs> hey, great. Where's he at? Is he here right now? That's or is a she. He... She's currently not here, but she's close. Nice. I spend a lot of time with my how mal. Oh, you spend time with your how meow. That's great. <laughs> hey. Do you uh, play instruments? And he holds up his lute. I play? do, actually, yes. Oh, what do you play? They're panpipes. Oh. I know that's a little bit stereotypical, but what are you going to do? Well, I got panpipes, too. And he puts his lute away, and he pulls out the panpipes. Ah, panpipes, it I, is. I feel like we need to play our panpipes. Let's. Well, let's do this. Hey, by the way, what's your name? Mine's Giovanni Mayerson. My name is Spyro Dwarf Goat. Spiral Dwarf Goat. At your service. <laughs> Did Spiral Dwarf Goat. Oh yes, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> that is hilarious and awesome. I try. I didn't give myself the name, but... Hey, have you by any chance born from the sea? To No, I'm from the Feywild. Oh, yeah, okay, nice. Wild from the Feywild. Are I'm you like, not? No, I'm actually born from the sea, so I'm like the opposite of the Feywild. Like, you got the wood, you got the water, I'm from uh-huh. the water, you're from the wood. So water and wood, I like it. Let's panpipe this up, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, Carol performance with Spyro. Mm-hmm. Nice. Ooh, baby. 24. Spyro's pretty good, too. You get the impression he's not full bard. He just happens to play a little something. All right. Well, that's very typical of Sagers. Yes, yes. We're all very musically inclined. Right, Runar? So, Runar, eh? Yes? You look a little different from my how Mao. Excuse me? My how Mao. She's not my how Mao. She's just my friend. I am not a how Mao. I am a human. That's pretty close. No, it is not close. Hey, by the way, Runar, this is Spyro, Dwarf Goat, and Spyro, this is Runar. He was human turning into a cat, so he's not quite Meow Meow. He's like human Meow I, right I, now. He's got a tail. He's got ears. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yellow eyes. He's getting some whiskers there. Ah! I Looks think one just popped out when I said that. <laughs> All three. You got three. I have a question for you, my friend. Why aren't you wearing pants? You're wearing pants? Let me see those. Mm. He's like <laughs> grabbing all over his pants. Is that a thing in the when you're born from mayor? I, do, I don't understand. I don't know. I just like to live freely, you know? I don't know. If somebody tells me to wear pants, I don't want to wear pants. That's all. Mm. Do they buy any chance have a lot of pockets on them? Yeah. Well, I do like that you have a lot of pockets on them. Yes, he's reaching into his pockets, like feeling around. <laughs> hmm. Well, you got a lot of good stuff in here. He's got a lot of trinkets in his pockets. Ah, hey, a man of my taste. All, all right, right. All right. No, nope. These are mine. Thank you. Oh, no, no. That's okay. Can I roll slide a hand and try to steal something? Sure. Okay. Fifteen. You pull out this little trinket, he's got this golden locket, and you palm it, and just as you're going to put it into your vest, his hand is basically taking it back. Just one fluid movement. Like, you take it out, he takes it, puts it back in his pocket, and doesn't even drop a beat. He just keeps talking like it's normal. (laughs) 
Hey, Spyro, you got any good stories? Sorry, I'm writing songs all the time. Did you hear my POS song, the I Love My POS? Did you hear that? Yes, yes, I did. Hey, yeah, well, that's right. You tell me it was good. It's your ship? That is, yes. It's one of my ships. I have lots of ships, well, yes. I hope to see it someday. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll be sailing on it very soon, yes. Not much of a storyteller. I was more of an athlete. An athlete? Oh, yeah, really? Well, I mean, both my How Mao and I, we spent her... By the way, her name is Mao. How Mao Mao? Exactly. Yeah, Mao, the How Mao. How Mao. Oh, I like it. She and I were athletes. Uh, we recently were in the arena here in town, and we have been just enjoying the town for a while, and we will probably leave soon. I don't know. So what do you do in the arena? What's your sport? What are you doing? Oh, you know, high jump. Oh, high jumping. Yes. Okay, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, we and know. She's a sprinter of sorts. Sprinting it's and track jump. and field, of course, you know. I see that you like trinkets. You've got a lot of nice danglies there. Yes, I do. Runar over here is kind of worried about my danglies sometimes, but I tell him not to worry about it. Yeah, that's why I wear pants, because I would, you know. So anyway. Uh, I was talking about my trinkets. So was I. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you like shinies, right? So would, uh, well, of course I like shinies. Can I interest you in a little purchase? purchasing or maybe we play cards huh we do a little sport we do a little bet what you got for me maybe maybe i have a ornate dagger it's got some jewels on it and it's gilded with gold i'll take it i sell it to you or certainly we could play a little cards oh let me take a look here let me take a look can i see it mm, certainly he's gonna look at it gonna see if there's any sort of illusion or anything on it hold it low hold it low don't, don't let the whole bar see it okay fine fine it looks like it's good. It's probably worth somewhere from 25 to 50 gold. This is a very nice piece. Did you hear it's my birthday? Did you hear Did you hear that? <laughs> I did, actually, yes. You were an answer to the bar. Such a nice gift. I really appreciate that if you do a birthday gift. Like, that's very kind of you from one seder to another. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a discount. What do you think it's worth? Ah, 25 to 30 gold. I'll sell it to you for 25 gold. Hmm, how about 20 gold and it's all mine? Persuasion? 14. 25 gold, done. 25 gold it is. Here it's you a, are. It would look great on your belt there. Ooh, I like that. He's going to put it on his belt. You look right down away. and you realize that he's unclasping your belt, trying to slip it away. No, no, this one's mine. This one's mine. Let me put the oh, dagger Oh, well, I'm here. sorry about that. Sorry. Yep, yep. Well, it's been nice getting to know you. Enjoy your dagger. I think that I best find my how meow. Okay, well, I suppose we'll see you, see you later. And Runar, well met. I check all of my belongings. Roll your investigation. Nine. You do not notice anything missing. <laughs> uh, Runar, why are you looking at him so suspicious-like? I don't like that. You have something against haters or what? Jeez. Just you. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed like he was um, a carbon copy of you, if you will. Well, yeah, that is great. I can tell right away. He even had a Meow Meow friend. Oh, wait, Meow Meow. Can I call you Meow Meow? I just took a deep sigh, rubbed my temples. So where is your boat again? At the docks. Like, can we go to see your boat? Well, I mean, can't I just have one fun night here? I'm turning into a cat. I know, but the night hasn't I even would begun. Not, I would not like to stay here any longer than I have to. Uh. But the night hasn't even begun. We have one night of fun. Let's have some wine. Sing and dance. I mean, you don't have to dance with me. You can dance with somebody else. Like, how about that lady over there? Hello there, boys. I have a wife. Well, yeah, but there's a lady over there that looks like she wants to dance with somebody. Why don't you dance with No. Oh, okay. We're not going to dance. No, he nobody's leaves. dancing with anybody. You are going to the ship so we can start prepping it to leave as soon as Druck gets here. Why did you leave him out on the open water, you jerk? <laughs> you turned back to him and he already left to go dance with that lady. 
I am going to the docks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Runar's headed towards the docks, moving through a bunch of people on the boardwalk there. Drek, an island comes into view. <sighs> this large, colossal statue above walls, and you kind of have to run around it to find entrance. I'll start jogging closer to the shoreline. You get a few odd looks from some of the people on the ships and on boats, fishermen ships, things like that, but nothing that freaks them out too much. Yeah, as soon as I get up on the land, I'm going to just start making my way towards the closest tavern and see if I can't find Runar. You start heading towards a stone building that's shaped like a ship. It says the Admiral Bard. And as you're looking up at the sail, you almost bump right into Runar, who's leaving the tavern with a giant milk mustache. <laughs> oh, thank God, you made it. Where's Giovanni? Oh, he's inside. He wants to uh, party it up, and uh, I, I don't feel that we have the time. Let me rephrase it. I don't feel that I don't have the time to be partying. I'm going to go find a ship and see what we need to do to prep it. Okay, we can do that. I'm going to duck in real quick and check with Giovanni to see exactly if we need hands to make sure that we can sail this thing, or I don't know exactly know how big this ship is. So. Well, we could just go find it. He said it was the uh, POS, and <laughs> it was in the docks. Okay. You do that, I'll grab Giovanni and... I go to the docks, milk, mustache, and all. You enter the Admiral Bard, and it is a very busy tavern. One of the more busy taverns you've seen in a long time. And it's probably 1 p.m. And Giovanni's on the far side of the place dancing with a woman who looks basically like a bunny. Hey, drug! Drug! Hey, drug! Look, look, a bunny lady! I'm dancing with a bunny lady! Look at her! not going to say a word. I'm just going to walk my way over to the bar. <laughs> In his dance, he's hop-skipping around, forcing her to hop-skip with. <laughs> Bartender gives you a nod. Hello, friend. I like your blue skull. Thank you. Have you heard of the perennial of soul? I think that thing's been moored here for a long time. Hmm. Uh, have they kept it up? Is anybody keeping an eye on it? That's an excellent question. I was going to ask you that. Wasn't even sure if that thing was still there, but it probably is. Hidden among the Lionheart ships. Okay. So we're going to weigh anchor on that and set sail. About how many people does it take to sail on a, something like that? You probably want a crew of at least 20. I suppose skeleton crew, you could half that, maybe? Is there some place that I could enlist the assistant of getting a crew to get that thing? Well, the Mariner's Guild. They're along the docks to the north. Okay. Be a little wary of them. Any of them are going to squeeze whatever gold out of you they can. That's all I'm saying. Good to know. Thank you. Giovanni and the bunny lady come dancing by real quick, and as he passes, he goes, Hi, Drock! <laughs> Drop two gold on the counter for him and nod over to Giovanni and sort of nod towards the door. Start making my way over towards the door. You're kind of a glistening mess after running along the surface of the water, so yeah. he actually slides a cup of water your way, takes the gold, and Thank you. gives you a little water. The bunny lady and Gio dance by again and he goes, Bunny lady! <laughs> With a big old grin. <laughs> she says, What's your story? Anything you see that you like? What'd you say your name was? Jessica? Is that what it is? 
goes by drunk again. It's Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the docks, Brunar is looking through ships. Quite a few different docks. Walks out of a couple piers. And he's looking for something that either says perennial soul or he's not sure what he's looking for exactly because it was never quite described to him by Giovanni. I stop a sailor looking fellow. Arr! Arr! <laughs> arr, me matey! <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> no, I mean, arr, you having a good day. <laughs> oh, mm, no. Uh, have you seen a ship that was perhaps called the um, Perennial Assault or POS? <laughs> he holds his belly and kind of buckles forward. Is that your ship? No, no, no. I'm going to claim no. Uh, I know the person who claims to own the ship, and I am just looking for the ship to inspect it. This sounds very shady. Do do you know where it is? (laughs) Yeah. Go east, third pier down. Thank you. I give him a silver. Thanks. Bites it, puts it in his pouch. I try to follow his instructions come around a corner, bow of a ship is in your way, above it is a figurehead is a mermaid and she looks down at you and it's a lovely carving and then you clear that ship and here's another ship that just looks dilapidated the boards have visible gaps between them in some spots (laughs) the sails are full of moths and holes and some old patches that are flapping in the wind It creaks more than these creaky ships should creak. On the side is scrawled perennial of soul in bad penmanship. And you think it might be misspelled. (laughs) I pull out my silver spectacles, check my vision, put them on, check them, take them off, put them back on, take them off. It looks better with your spectacles on. Then I go to see if I can get on the ship. I just crawl up the moor line to the ship. Get up there. And does it look just as terrible from up here as it did down there? Yeah, possibly worse. It's weathered. Nobody's taking care of it. I take a deep breath and I go below decks. There is a little water and you smell some sort of animal and possibly feces. Take deep breaths, bend over, start hyperventilating a little bit, straight up. It is literally... A POS! In the dark, there are beady little eyes. Do I think they're rats? They're bigger than rats. I feel a rage kindling within me. Runar goes up top, jumps down on the dock, takes a deep breath. I got this. I can do this. I can do this. The ship will have to work. I'm going to go find drunk. I'm going to go find a crew. I'm going to repair this ship. And we're going to leave... Giovanni here. And I leave to go find Drak. Drak, what are you doing? Moving along the shoreline, trying to find the uh, Mariner's Guild. You find that there's a large area of town called the Mariner's House, which is a little misleading, but it's like a sector of town. You have to walk over a bunch of bridges to get over the little canals that intersect the place. And you get pretty far northeast in town, and you've reached all of these buildings. There's a bank there. There's all these different places that deal with anything nautical. So, like, there's a rope maker, and there's a sail right. There's just all these different things that are all about ships and money making. 
I'll go to the first ship-related building that I can see and just ask if they could point me to the Mariner's Guild. Apparently this place that you grabbed was a weaver, and they say you're standing in it, the whole area, but if you're looking for the house library or the, the bank, which is where the guild leaders would be, look for the big dome. Thank you. Kind of central in the sector. All right, I'll drop him a couple of gold and head towards the bank. You get there, and it's a large stone building. It's kind of open air, but there's a central vault, apparently, that is behind tellers. I'll walk up to basically the first person I see that's actually working there. Excuse me, I was wondering if I could talk to somebody about assistance with some minor ship repairs and uh, possibly a crew. Are you part of the guild? I am not. Oh, that's going to be expensive. I'm certain that it will be. Who exactly would I talk to about? We could get you to a house leader if we have one available. Let's see. Opens up a ledger, starts flipping through. How's about a week from tomorrow? Nothing closer than a week from tomorrow. I'll slip ten gold over to him. Which ship are we talking about? The name of the ship is the Perennial of Soul. I have the, uh... <laughs> he slides the gold back at you and shuts the window. <laughs> then you hear a muffled, You need that more than me. I'll take my ten gold. They are not going to help me, so I guess I will help myself. Head over to the sailmakers and introduce myself to the first person I see working on a sail. Lots of looms set up in here, and people stitching things together. Good day! Good day! I was wondering if you might quote me a price on a new set of sails. Guild or not? Not. Not. Ew! Full set of sails? A full set of sails. <laughs> Fore and aft? Yes. Probably cost somewhere in the realm of 300. I will make that back at some point. I will pay him 300 gold. Where would you like it delivered? It's a ship called the Perennial Assault. <laughs> Wait, you're going to put sail on that thing? No, you're going to put sail on it because I paid you 300 gold, which is an exorbitant <laughs> price. I'm afraid it'll put it under, but okay. We can do that. We'll put some sail on it for you. When can I expect that delivery? Oh, week from tomorrow. <laughs> Outstanding. Thank you so much. Can you point me in the direction of a carpenter? Back at the Admiral Bard, Geo, you've danced through several different songs with this rabbit girl, and she's needing to put her feet up. <laughs> Are they big? Kind of, yes. <laughs> nice. That's fun. And so she thanks you very much for the companionship. Farewell. And she goes off and has a seat with her friends. <laughs> and you turn around and at the other end of the dance floor, there's a large human in black splint mail with a great sword on his back, a pistol and a knife on his hip. He's got dark hair that's kind of salt and pepper. He might be in his 40s. And he's kind of got some scars across his face. And you just get this chill down your neck as he just seems to be clocking you from across the dance floor. Hmm. Can I roll insight? Yep. 
Six. <laughs> You're just thinking, I don't think you're my type. <laughs> All right, Giovanni's going to grab another gal and dance with her. <laughs> Hello. And keep an eye out on this big humanoid. Merc will uh, go tap the lady on the shoulder and say, may I cut in? Um. And she kind of looks with both of you awkwardly. Um, hey, well, hey, uh, excuse me, um, I was dancing. Yes, and now you're going to dance with me. Uh, no, that's okay, I'll take a pass on that, thank you. Well, that's a mighty nice knife there. You got a nice knife, too. Yeah, how about, uh, you tell me where you got that knife? Or maybe I should just take you in now, into the Mariner's Guild. Thief. A dance it is, he starts dancing with you. <laughs> Merc makes him do some waltz, even though that's not what the music is. <laughs> As soon as you guys get towards the door, he's going to attempt to spin you around and jump out the door when he spins you around. Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to attempt to grapple him. 19. 27. As you go to disappear into the crowd, you just feel this big hand come down and clamp onto you and sort of lock you up against him. Ah, ah, hey, hey, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. I do believe you owe me a dance. Oh, we got done dancing. We got done dancing. He looks down at a half-orc that's at a table. He's like, can you help me with this guy? And he points at Merc. Guy looks up at Merc. Merc, roll your intimidation. That would be a 25. I don't think you want this. The guy just looks down at the table. (laughs) Hey, excuse me, orc, sir. I don't want this either. (laughs) So let's talk about that knife. Why is it what cut your face? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So why are you so upset about uh, what I have? The Mariner's Guild owes a favor to somebody, and I owe them a favor, and so on and so forth. And how about you just give the knife back to the proper owners? I'm not part of no Mariner's Guild. Why don't you just go talk to them? And by golly, have you seen that bunny lady? Check her out. Hello there. I did talk to them. They told me to go track down a goat and his cat friend. And I've been told that there was a goat and a cat in here. Yes, there was a goat and a cat. Good job. Yes, you are correct. Hey, did you look over at that bunny lady? Check her out. Have you ever seen a bunny lady before? (laughs) Can I roll persuasion to try to get him to look at the bunny lady? 22. For whatever reason, (laughs) Merck looks at the bunny lady. And now I'm going to roll sleight of hand to try to put the dagger into my vest. Oh, gosh. Eight. So I got a ten. Oh, pardon me. Sorry. I was just uh, checking this out. So where did you get the knife? Yeah, why are you so interested in it? It belongs to a rich noble. Oh, well, then he doesn't need it. He's rich. He doesn't need any of this stuff. I could argue that you don't need a knife or you don't need that knife. And you could just give it back and buy another knife. I tell you what. How about a hundred gold and it's all yours? Um... You've got money, and he taps on your armor. At this point, I would like to do an athletics check to clamp him in some manacles. Athletics for acrobatics. Nat 20. I got a 14. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You slip away from him and get a few people between you. Have a good day. And he runs out the door. Uh, I see. uh, We're going to do it the hard way today. And walks very purposefully out the door. Geo's running like a bat out of hell into a crowded area. <laughs> Runar, you're standing on the dock. You're headed back towards the Admiral Bard. And through the crowd, 
comes Geo, like a bat out of hell, freaking out, headed your way. <sighs> he tries flagging Giovanni down. So Geo's running like a bat out of hell, and then stops, but is still running in place. And he says, Runa, Runa, hey, hey, uh, remember there was like a mercenary after me? Remember that? Uh, yeah, uh, Darwin. Darwin said something. Yeah, yeah, um, oh yeah, they, he found me. He found me. He did. Oh, uh, is that better or worse than your ship? Did you go hey. check on my ship? Yes. Wait, hey, oh, hey, how's my ship doing? Poorly doesn't begin to describe it. Poorly is fine. It's fine. It's not. Mm. Hey, how are the sails on that, by the way? I haven't looked at it in a while. <laughs> uh, remember when Druck shot the, sh- the one ship and set all the sails on fire? Uh-huh, yep, yep. Yeah, your sails are worse. Ah, ah, dang it. Okay, um, I might go buy his sails. I'll see you in a little bit. And he runs off. <laughs> I start running with him. How bad can this guy be? I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, he was huge. He was definitely massive. Um, I tried to get away a few times. He kept grabbing me. But, um, uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, boy, I need a drink. Here, you have a drink on you? Oh, wait, hold on, I do. And he whips out the rest of his wine bottle that was in his vest. And he starts drinking that as he's running as fast as he can. Uh, okay, uh, how does it compare the the bird, Ivan? Ivan? What's his name, Ivan? Yes, Ivan. Oh, we're not, yeah, no no worries about that. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Yeah, I don't know, something about him, something about him, something very familiar about him. Or, I, I don't know, I don't know. But he was looking for a goat and a cat. A goat and a cat? Wait. Uh-huh. Oh, I forgot to mention that. By the way, he's looking for a goat and a cat. He's pointing at you. Why is he after you? What made you say he was after you? Uh, he said he was after a goat and a cat. Wait, hold on. No, no. He stops. He's looking around. Well, I don't see any other goats or cats. No. Down the dock, you see Merc coming through the crowd like a horror movie monster, just slowly wading your direction at a steady pace. Oh, there he is. You see him? Can I roll history to see if I can identify who Merc is? Sure. At 21. The only thing you can think of is Merc the Strong. Have you heard of Merc the Strong, by chance? Uh, let me think. Hold on, hold on, let me think. <laughs> nope, sure haven't. Uh, so, there was this group of people that went and uh, did a bunch of crazy things. It's all kind of rumor and hearsay, but there's a song called The Lights Champions. Oh, I know that song. Yeah, I know that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merc the Strong. <gasps> He's the one that's after you. Hey, Runar. I don't think that's good. I would say it's strictly terrible. Okay, let's go. And he's running. Bruno runs with him for whatever reason. Right. <laughs> About ten minutes into the running, you are going through the Mariner's section, and out of one of the doors comes Druck with a cacophony of laughter behind him. And he just looks irritated as he steps out. Druck, run with us! Run with us! You owe me a hundred gold each. hundred gold each? What are you talking about? Come on, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. I think we owe more than that. There's a mercenary after him. What? There's a mercenary after him. Yeah, big bad one this time. Big bad one. This I don't like it. Okay. What did you do? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't do anything. What would I do? It's not any mercenary, though. Have you heard of Merc the Strong? No. I've heard the sign, but... Okay, so uh, there's the one guy that was known for being really strong. Yeah, and his name was Mercenary. And that's the guy that is chasing Giovanni right now. Possibly me. Why is he looking for you? Are you running with us? Yeah, I'm gonna be running with you. <laughs> All three of you are running now. <laughs> he said something about taking something. What did you take? I don't know. 
Lots of stuff. <laughs> Did he specify what you took? As he's running, he finishes his wine and throws the wine bottle to the ground. He blabbed on about a cat and a goat, something like that. And that's the only thing he blabbed on about? He didn't mention anything about what you took or who he was trying to arrest you for? Or he's trying to get this new dagger that I bought, and he takes out the dagger as they're running. Wait, didn't, didn't the, the dwarf, or the dwarf, the grunt dwarf, the dwarf, the Spyro, yeah. didn't he sell that to you? Uh-huh. And didn't he say he had a companion that was a cat? Yeah, it was like a Hugh-meow. Yeah, yeah, Hugh-meow. <laughs> Maybe he's looking for that goat and that cat. Yeah. Maybe. That's a thought, yeah. How would Darwin know about that, though? That's my question. He just said he was looking for a goat. How many, uh, goats? How many, how many times go are we going to say he's looking for a goat? We know he's looking for a goat. A goat and a cat. Got it. But there's Check. another goat and there's another cat. Yeah, I know. Giovanni. Uh-huh. You know how whenever we encounter hobgoblins? Uh-huh. You just kind of say they all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's because they do. Yeah, of course. The hobgoblins. Like, look at that one over there. <laughs> he looks the same as all the other hobgoblins we've ever seen. Right, gobs? Hey, wait a minute. There's literally no hobgoblins here. Well, there's that one. I'm assuming he's just pointing on a regular goblin. Yes. That's just the goblin. Oh, that's what I meant. Gob. Goblins, gobs, whatever. Same thing. One's short, one's tall. <laughs> so, to a satyr, all hobgoblins look the same. How can they? Of course they look. Look, just open your eyes. They all look the same. They're all and the same. This then, human uh-huh. has probably only ever seen one satyr. Well, you know, I don't know. And the other satyr kind of matches your description. It can only lead you to the water so far. You're going to have to get there. <laughs> Giovanni just dead stopped. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, are you telling me that maybe he's looking for Spyro Dwarf Goat? Maybe. And Meow Meow. Quite, yes, yes. Not, yes. not me, not you. Maybe. Did you tell him where you got the knife? No. <laughs> Did he ask you where you got the knife? I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe you should start with that conversation. Maybe, I think I need another drink. Hold on, and he starts going through his desk looking for another drink. He's getting closer. Jim, you pull a couple of things out of your vest, you grab a cup and realize there's nothing in it, and you just kind of do your thing, and then the sun's blotted out, and you look up, and Merc is standing in front of the three of you. Hello, Goat. So you found your cat. Um, hello, good sir. Hello. Hi. Hi. Now, about that knife. Yes, about that knife, yes. Here it is. He puts it right up towards your face, like very close to your eye on accident. Here you go. Merc grabs it and twists it away from him. Hunter gold? No, you stole it. Um, I did not steal this one. No, no, I actually bought this one. Yes. Oh, you bought it. You're I did. Right. I forgot to tell you that earlier before I fled. Who did you buy it from? Spyro Dwarf Goat. Seriously, there's another satyr called Spyro Dwarf Goat. I could not make that up. And uh, what's your name? Tavio Halorson. Tavio Hollerson. Tavio Hallorson. Tav Did you even say the same name twice? Yes, Tavio Hallorson. <laughs> I am the son of Hallor. My name is Tavio. You're the son of a god. Directly descended. Yes, I am. Right, guys? Right? Yes, yes. Uh, yes, he, he's been claiming that uh, frequently. Thanks, Poonar. Poonar? <laughs> I mean, yes, my name's Poonar. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> and Skull Drake. Drake. Drake, Poonar, and Tavio. All right. Drake, Poonar, and Tavio. <laughs> There's another goat with another cat, and they're the ones that sold you this. Yes. Back at that bar, like right, like 10 minutes before you showed up. Ah. What are the odds? What are the odds? Hey, do you know Darwin Iron Quill by any chance? Yeah, we've met. Really? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. He told me, um, well, never mind, he didn't tell me anything. <laughs> yeah. So, where are this goat and cat? Good question. They left. Tell you what, how about you help me find them and I'm gonna turn you into the Mariner's Guild. Turn me into the Mariner's I don't need to go to the Mariner's Guild, I know those guys. Good, then you can talk to them about how you stole another, you know, 11 knives. 11 knives, are you kidding me? Look at me, I got nothing on me. I got this old vest and a belt and a sword, that's it, that's all I got. Oh, and my hat, and look, I do have a knife underneath my hat here. He takes his tricorn hat off and underneath there's like a strapped in tiny little knife. It's like, is that one? That's not one, right? No. See? Okay, there we go. How about the two of you? Help me bring in the actual culprits and clear your names. Yeah, as long as we get an equal share in the uh, reward. Oh, there's a reward? Hey, what's the reward on this, Mr. Mercenary Man? How about 100 gold each? So I bought this dagger, though, for 100 gold, and um, now you took it. So 200 gold for me to make up for the dagger. You can take it up with the crook that sold you the dagger. Well, you just think all satyrs are crooks. I see how it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Giovanni, where did you see the satyr last? Yes, Giovanni. Where did you see the satyr go? Uh, what was his name? Spyro Dwarf Goat. Giovanni's looking around like he doesn't know who you're talking to. Wait, what did you just say? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Tailvani? Talvani? Talvani? Excuse me, mercenary man. These two are so drunk out of their minds. They forgot my name's Tavio. Halor, son. Yeah, yes, Tavio. Where did Spyro go? The ship bar. He left the ship bar. The animal's barred? He left there about, I don't know, hour or so ago. That's where I found you. Correct, correct. I just bought it, then you came in, got all maddy mad at me. Well, you did have stolen goods. Everything's stolen around here, I hate to tell you. Well, they stole from the wrong people. Wait, I just don't like this. I'm not asking you to like it. I'm asking you to work for 100 gold. Ah, 200 gold for me, 100 gold for... No, 100 gold for each of you. You know, if I do need to buy new sails, I think it'll be about 300 gold. So, um, what do you think? You guys think maybe we all pitch in, buy new sails? I think I'm going to offer you 300 gold to cover your new sails. So, uh, Poonar and Drake, I guess we're going to be looking for a satyr and a cat. Yeah, uh... Hu-meow? What was her name? Hu-meow-meow. That's what it was. Hu-meow-meow. Hu-meow-meow. Seriously, mercenary guy. Like, Hu-meow-meow, Spyro Dwarf Goat. Promise you they're real. Yes, yes, they're very real. But uh, we don't know what the cat looks like. We never saw her. Well, probably one cat lady walking around here. Maybe a few, but... Hmm. Well, we can just find Spyro and uh, solve our problems. That's right. It'll be easy. As a giant crowd of people surround everybody. I have an idea. There's one more dagger that they can steal. It's from the good fellows. We could go stick out that place, try to catch them in the act. And uh, if they're as fast as you two, I think you'll be very useful in running them down, so to speak. Ah, I got you. You want me to run people down. Oof. Yeah, okay. Hey, by the way, did you know the good fellows aren't actually good? Well, 
That's all a matter of opinion. But the problem here is, is that I owe a favor, and then the good fellows owe a favor, and so it's all just trickling downhill. Oh, the politics. All right, Poonar, Drake, you ready? Yep. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, we can do this. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be perfect. We're gonna chase people down. When I think chasing people down, I think Tavio. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one more thing. Uh-huh. I would like them alive. Oh, no problem. Not killing is my thing. Mercenary looks directly at Drake, if you will. I want them alive. Well, I hope you have healing potions on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I see we're on the same page. Hey, are you some sort of, like, paladin-type person you can, like, heal with your fingers? Do you want to test that theory? Um, no, that's okay. All right. <laughs> A few hours later, at the Goodfellows Keep, one of the major houses in this town. In staking this place out, you have had more conversations with Merc, gained a better understanding of what these daggers are. They're not inherently valuable, much more than what you paid, but they signify something special about the house. Each house has an ornate dagger that has a history to it. Hey, mercenary man, if we get this goat and cat, can I keep this? I really do like this dagger. No. Okay. <laughs> Merc scans around looking for a goat and a cat. A goat and a cat. Yeah. Spyro, dwarf goat, and Hugh Meow Meow. Mr. Mercenary Man, what can I call you? You can just call me Mercenary. Oh, oh that's convenient. And you can just uh, call me Admiral Bard. <laughs> Wasn't that the name of the Bard? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the name of the Bar? Yeah, they named it after me. Now you know. I'll be sure to bring your name up next time. Yeah, you might get a free drink. Something tells me no. Or a deal on a dagger, I don't know. That sounds like a bad idea. Speaking of which, can I go to get a drink at that tavern right over there while you're all checking out for the goat and cat? I'll be right back. No. Please? How about this? You go over there. Okay. We catch the bad guys. Okay. And uh, I give the gold to them instead. You give the gold to the bad guys? Or your friends, you know, whatever. Whoever comes oh, Poonar and Drake? Yeah, okay, you can give them the gold. I'll see ya. <laughs> Drake. Yeah. While they're talking, you notice a silhouette through your dark vision of a cat moving across the top of the building. <laughs> I'll kind of step away from the group and climb up to the nearest rooftop. You can see her a little bit better. She's padding her way across. She looks a lot like Runar. She has gray fur, green eyes, dark clothing. Okay. And she acrobatically swings herself into one of the windows. Climb back down. The cat is already in the Goodfellas. She just snuck in through the top floor window. Wait, what? The cat lady went into a window? Yeah. Like, literally a cat burglar? Yeah. That's pretty funny. No one's laughing. Well, it's not funny because they're stealing right now. Oh, yeah, that's that's not funny at all, no. Feathery's bad. Yeah, I, I agree on that. Don't have to remind me about that. Catboy, go take her out. We will look for the goat. I, you want me to just take her out? That's what I said. Now get to it. Pretend she's a crocodile. I, I never fought a crocodile. What? Ah. So weird. On the far side of the building, there's a glint of light in the moonlight as a dagger falls from a window. <laughs> oh, hey, there it is. 
Runar and I will take the cat, Geo and Merc take the whoever goes to pick up that dagger. Sounds like a plan. Up we go. Yep, let's go. Let's do this. Put your hand on my hand. Are you ready to do this? (laughs) No? Okay, fine. (laughs) As you head that way, you see a line drop from the window, and this feline humanoid figure comes sliding down the line. And at the bottom of the alleyway is Spyro Dwarf Goat holding his dagger. Everybody roll initiative. Okay. Got a 19. Eight. Nine. Runar runs through the darkness towards the two figures and is face to face with this cat woman. And she says, Hello. And she says it in a language that you didn't know that you understand. On your character sheet, you can write that you know how to speak Mau Mau, which is you the How Mau. You which, cannot say that. Which is the How Mau language. Mau Mau. Cannon. You want me to write that down? Yes. Runar is kind of taken back and he goes, I didn't realize I knew this language and uh, can you just give the dagger back because there's a very angry dark paladin looking guy, big sword. <sighs> no. And you say this in... Meow, meow. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right, is that your turn? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Merc's turn. Merc will uh, dash up there, but I don't think he gets there because he's not anywhere near as fast as... But that's what he'll do. Okay, just dart that way. Yep. Jock. Pulling a blue tail out. Taking a shot at the cat. Okay. Oh. You just crit? This might be a quick fight. Uh, <laughs> Nat, 20. <laughs> Nat 20. That's a lot of dice, sir. 47 points of piercing damage and 8 points of poison damage. Wham! This arrow just comes out of nowhere through the darkness, hits her in the chest. She's not taken down entirely, but it is a serious wound, and she staggers backwards, and in Mau Mau says, Ow! What the Sounds something like this. (laughs) (laughs) She is going to disengage and try to head north down the alley. She makes a good 40 feet from where she was standing with Runar. Geo. He's running by Merc, and as they're running together, he's like, hey, I think my friend Poonar was, like, flirting with that cat lady over there. That's kind of funny. Oh, my goodness, did you see that arrow? Ooh, that's not good. That's not good. (laughs) Spyro's like, oh, my gosh. He immediately drops the dagger, puts his hands in the air, and then dimension doors away. The problem, though, is that he ends up dimension dooring closer to the group. <laughs> so nice. he ends up a little bit closer to Merc. Hi, Spyro. Darn it. Runar, it's turn again. He looks around bewildered, and then he will go after the cat girl and uh, try to trip her. I'm just going to do a non-lethal attack. How about a 23? 23 hits? <laughs> Six points of damage. Swears at you with a swear word that you didn't know before. But you know it now. Language, young lady. And he will bonus action flurry of blows. Okay. Well, that will miss with a nat 1. And that will miss with an 11. A lot of like, cat batting. Merc's turn. He's close enough to move into melee range with Spyro. He would like to tackle Spyro. 
Does a 16 hit Spyro? It does. Uh, pulls athletics, and that will be a 26. You win. <laughs> he is going to use his second attack to shove him to the ground. Again, opposed athletics. That will also be a 26. You win. Tackles this guy to the ground. Oh, ah. Get the manacles. Oh, ah. Jack, you're up. I'm going to run my 35 feet and see if I can't check down the alleyway and see uh, the cat. Yep. You're just like dead eye. Uh, 20. 20 hits. Pull around and take a shot. Doing 28 points of piercing damage from the arrow. This arrow hits her and radiant light shines from the head of the arrow and bursts into flame and Merc looks up as he holds Spyro to the ground and just kind of gives it a look. His arms, by the way, show radiant light on one arm, fire on the other, and he just kind of gives it a smirk. She drops to the ground and slides because she was full movement. Giovanni, it's your turn. Giovanni walks up to Spyro and goes, Why did you have to do all of this? I can't believe you. You get something and you make me buy it from you for 100 gold, and then you run off, and then I get in trouble, and then we gotta hunt you down. I mean, geez, come on now. And he's looking through his vest trying to find manacles. Come on, you know, I mean, this was fun, right? I mean, you, you get it. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. That It was kind of fun. It was a little bit of fun until this guy showed up and started grabbing me. And then I think it. Yeah. By the way, don't look behind you. Um, Camille's glowing. It's, it's not good. It's not good. It, it, is she on fire? I see something flamey. For a bit second, there was a big flashbang. Yes, yes. Oh, not, not, not good. Not good. Has anybody got a potion? Um, well, yeah. Hold on. Let me look for that. Yeah. Let me look for a potion, too. Manacles. Oh, yes. Yes. Let me look for manacles. <laughs> At this point, he knows he's not going to get out of this. Uh, can I tell you where the knives are? I, I, I don't need them. I just... Who needs 11 knives, right? Well, I, I like 11 knives. You don't like 11 well, knives? I, I, it would have been 12, but I gave that one back. Oh, you like the even numbers. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, sometimes I'll have like 9 of something, and then I need 10. Yes, yes. He yes. Uh-huh. I'll get to the man. One second. Sorry, but check this out. I got the shepherd's crook here. You see this? Spirals? I got uh-huh. this the other day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. nice. That's what I was thinking. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, but this angle, you really got to get pants, man. Whoa, hey, whoa. Hmm. Uh, let me, let me, hold on, let me keep looking. Let me keep looking. Manacles. I, I'm getting to it, I'm getting to it. Jeez, jeez. You know, some people around here can be so rude, right, Spyro? Right, I know. I know, Spyro Dwarf Goat. Yes. Who gave you that name? My mother. Why was she naming Dwarf? All right, well. I mean, Dwarf Goat is a family name. Better you than the, like that? You know, I kind of do like it. Better than the Fainting Goats, though. Have you ever seen that family of the satyrs? They you scare them and they fall over stiff. It's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, they scream all funny. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. That's, That's good. Okay. Have you ever seen that, Merc? Manacles. <laughs> now. <laughs> I, I, I'm going. I'm going. Hold on. Hold on. Well, he wanted a potion. He gets out a healing potion. Here you go. You can drink that up. <laughs> he pours it in his mouth. No, no, I, for her. Oh, the flamey one. Hey, next time I need more details. Okay, you know. I'd like to cut over the runer. Uh, he's going to try to stem the bleeding on the cat person. Okay, medicine check. Nine. You pull the arrow out and just like a fountain of blood. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm, I'm in a looter body looking for a healing potion. Roll <laughs> <laughs> investigation. 10. You actually find a pair of healing potions in her pouch. Okay. I'll pocket one and pour the other one down her throat. Okay. She wakes up. 
in Meow Meow. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> uh, but in Meow Meow, I go, you have been successfully apprehended, and it would be easier right now if you uh, just went with us. From the ground, she's staring up at you and just boring into your soul, and she just starts purring. <laughs> oh, your face. <laughs> I'm, I'm married, young lady. <laughs> Hey, uh, Spiral, um, I don't know what's going on with my friend Poonar and your Meow Meow friend, but um, they might be having little kittens and stuff here coming up. Were you going out with uh, Meow Meow, you said? Oh, no, it's strictly platonic. All right, well, that's good. That's good. Wait, Poonar's married, though. That's going to be a little awkward. Well, yeah, yeah, who knows? To each his own. You married, Merc? I don't know. No. Oh, no. Is that like the religious thing? You can't get married? More of a... They don't like my lifestyle. Gotcha, gotcha. And then he, he looks over at Spiral and puts his finger across his face like the scar. Like, it's the scar. It's the scar. Merc takes Spiral to his feet. See? Stealing doesn't pay, young man. He goes, yeah, that's right. And then Geo slowly reaches his hand into Spiral's pocket and takes that trinket and puts it in his vest. Speaking of pants, uh, let me talk about a five-star review. I hear those are highly recommended. <laughs> yes, that's right. Wait, why was I talking like Mark? Yes, yes. Five-star review, yes. Everybody likes talking like me. Yes, it's very masculine. Yeah, that's what they say. Yes, so please, write D4 on the floor, a five-star review. Are you mocking me? <laughs> what are you talking about? I would never mock you. Uh, y- yes, before they try to kill each other, uh, please uh, like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. That's right. Write something very nice, you know, make us all feel good about ourselves. Yes. Positive. Yes, positive, like Boonar said. 